0: Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of The Watchers. My name is Tyler, and this is my co-host, Clay? (laughs) Hey, man. What's
1: going on, brother? Cheers. 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 And I'm Clay. And as Conzo just said, we are The Watchers. This is a podcast, breakdown Marvel films, the shows, and the specials. Give our thoughts, opinions, and maybe even answer a couple of your questions. But we've been on a hiatus, so tell me, Gonzo, how was today? Yeah. day? How the week? How how was the new year? How was Christmas? How was everything? We've got a little bit to to cover here.
0: Yeah, um, Christmas was great. I uh, saw a lot of family, saw a lot of friends. Yep, including you.
1: Oh, stop um, it!
0: And if you guys don't know, and obviously you would probably know by now.
1: I would, I would almost be
0: shocked. <laughs> we moved in together. So big things for the Watchers. Huge. Um, but yeah, overall, New Year's was great. Spent it in uh, our new home.
1: We sure did. Actually, and, we didn't. Spent it at my
0: old home. <laughs> that's right. You're right. <clears throat> um, but yeah, over to all the day was... Uh, um, it was all right. I was just anticipating getting back to the pod. Yeah. Um, been very excited to get back into it. Absolutely. And here we are now, and I'm ready to go. I love it. You?
1: I mean, I'm just kind of, kind of piggyback off what you said, Christmas. Obviously, I got to see the fam. Uh, I always spend mm-hmm. Christmas Eve with uh, Gonzo and Gonzo's family, because, you know, me and him are <laughs> boys. Uh-huh. So, um, got to see his family, got to see him, and... Yeah, and as he said, you know, we spent New Year's here in Central Oregon, which was great. Mm -hmm. Um, Caught a vibe together. We saw a bunch of friends. Great vibes. um, Everything like that. And then, um, but yeah, I mean, we got to move in together. I'm really excited about it. I will say, if you guys are curious about what's going on with my mic, uh, my room is approximately four times the size of my old one. So there's a little (laughs) bit of an echo, but I will say, this. What you're seeing right now, even this is going to be – do we say it? This is temporary. Yeah. This is this temporary. Is we I moved mean, in for a very special reason, and that is to bring you guys better content, a.k.a. Mm. doing an IRL-type thing. We're trying to get yeah. this like little set thing kind of going. Got some. Got to order some more stuff. But yep. we've already waited too long to not upload. We figured we got to jump back into it. I've been itching. I know Gonzo's been mm-hmm. itching. So – Deal with it, Real I guess. Soon. I
0: mean... Real soon. I'm very excited. Yeah. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. But... But... I mean, let's just wiggle back into into form here. Yeah.
0: Let's get back into the groove here. Also, can we, we just are-
1: say this really quick? I'm sorry to cut you off. Go for it. This man moves from, from near Portland, Oregon, has sensational mm-hmm. lighting, looks phenomenal. He moves mm-hmm. three hours south... And this dude has even better lighting. I, my lighting is like eight times worse. I don't know what I'm doing. Like raw, I'm like thirty percent upset with myself.
0: So it's just this one light, bro. It it's is just it's, this,
1: it's, it's it's
0: it's blinding.
1: Yeah. Too.
0: Like every episode of my like pop right in my uh, my <laughs> eye. I can't see. You know, when you like look at the sun for too long. That's oh, basically yeah. what it is. Oh,
1: I mean, it, so, you literally have a sun in your room, so you're yeah. lying. Yeah. Um. With all that being said, though, are we ready?
0: We're ready. All right. We are covering episode five of Moon Knight. Absolute, I don't know if you, I'm sure you can agree with this. Absolute terrific, absolutely, sorry, an absolute terrific episode out of uh, Marvel Studios here.
1: Yeah, I would agree with that. I I would absolutely agree with it. It it got a little confusing there, but, you know, we're going to do what we can Mm -hmm. to break it down for you people. Anyway. (laughs) Um, Well, why don't we just jump on into it? Let's jump
0: right into it, bruv.
1: Act 1. Episode 5 starts with Mark back in the psych ward speaking with Arthur. Arthur asks him about a talking hippo and then about a boy. Mark tries to get out of it and play it off, but Arthur hits an alarm and Mark is drugged and is back with the hippo and Stephen. The hippo, Tawaret, there's a lot of pronunciations on that. Um, I just kind of went with one that helps flow off my tongue. I'm going to just
0: say talking hippo.
1: Okay, that's fine too. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, The hippo, Tawaret, tells them that they are dead and then they're in the Duat, which is the Egyptian afterlife. Mark breaks down, calling himself insane, and opens a door to leave, but instead realizes they are on a boat traveling through sand. Mm -hmm. Towerette tells them that they are headed for the field of reeds, which if you guys remember, episode one, they talked about it. But they first must weigh their hearts to make sure they are balanced, and if they don't, they'll be thrown overboard. The scales don't even out, so Towerette tells them to go back inside the ship and look through their memories and tell each other the truth. Stephen stops and sees a memory of Mark standing on a curb, but Mark plays it off before hearing a young boy screaming for help. 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 Help over here. Help. Uh, Help! uh, I'm dying over. I'm dying over.
0: I'm dying over. Um well uh part where I really wanted to get into in this act was um when Arthur, his so-called therapist, is talking to Mark. Um what really caught my eye um about it, I think there's a lot of hints of Jake in this episode. Um I think there's some switches that we see that are Jake we just can't it's like a tough tell I feel like Okay um but when Arthur asks Mark about the little boy he, he kind of switched he, maybe he got angry but it seemed like a different um just the way how um what's his the actor's name again Oscar Isaac Yes oh um, my god changes his uh his mannerisms mm-hmm. and his facial expressions when he changes character mm-hmm. I kind of noticed there was a different facial expression that's something we haven't seen out of Mark so I was thinking when he I think little boy maybe it might have been like a trigger and I think yeah. we got to see maybe Jake Okay, um, Interesting. for a little bit because the way he was talking it just seemed it just seemed different but then again he was so called I don't even know if he was drugged or not. Yeah. I don't know if any of the – like it's tough to tell what was real, what was not Correct. in a way. Um, but – and then another thing, um, I just wanted to give kudos to Oscar Isaac again um, because there's a lot of scenes in this, especially in this episode, where they're both there. Um, and I mean I'm imagining he's just talking to himself. Oh, yeah. And real life. Uh, he's probably getting some audio in his ear or just outside. Yeah. But I feel like that would be really tough, not being able to gauge um, your other, like yeah. the other actor. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like you feed off act. another
1: person's like energy or like their exactly. mannerisms. So to do it with nobody or like somebody like on a green screen is very yeah. weird. I, yeah, I would agree yeah. with
0: that. One hundred percent. I definitely agree with that. Um, I imagine but the yeah, post
1: it's... of that episode was super difficult.
0: Sorry. Oh, I bet it was – because <laughs> it, it looks seamless too. It, it, it does. It didn't, didn't seem like – didn't, I didn't see Steven or Mark looking like a, a way that it wasn't towards mm-hmm. one of them. Correct. You know? Correct. Um, so I thought that was really cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's all I got for Act 1.
1: OK. <laughs> well, I've got a couple. First one being okay. Tawaret, uh, when talking about the, the Duat, the Egyptian mm-hmm. afterlife – Expresses how there's many forms of afterlives, and she even brings up the ancestral plane, mm-hmm. which I know, we so see in Black Panther. So, yeah. um, something I wish I had the time for, but unfortunately, I really haven't. Today's been really booked. But I was yeah. curious if in the comments, maybe, maybe people just let us out of the comments. You know what I'm saying? If Moon Knight and Black Panther ever cross paths in the comics. Um, cause I feel like that'd be interesting with a little, like, that was like a little like, you know, one of those of like the ancestral plane. I don't know. I just felt like a little bit of a wink, wink, nudge, nudge to me.
0: Yeah, um, that does make sense. I'm sure they have. They have there's been have. a lot more crossovers in comics. Yeah. That characters that we, absolutely like, wouldn't even expect yeah. to have a crossover. So Agreed. I'm sure there's either Moon Knight's comic or Black Panther's comic. Agreed.
1: Mm. Uh, the next one being a quick observation when Mark is like, you know, Arthur, Dr. Doctor Ar- Harrow, technically, is what he's calling him. He's right. I'm insane. And he goes, to, he was like, I'm going to open these doors and there's going to be like a, a room of patients. And he opens the door and it's a ship. The sky yeah. oh, is just it's so pretty. I mean, you it's, guys are going to see it on nice. screen so you guys can enjoy it with us. But shag! Yeah. Sh- unbelievable. Unbelievable.
0: Yeah. Um, that's nice.
1: And then... When they're doing the weighing of the hearts, when Towerette is doing the weighing hmm. of Mark and Stephen's hearts, the first thing I was like, "It's not really fair," because usually you're doing one heart versus the feather. This time you're doing yeah. two. Um, granted, it seems like what with what I'm about to say, the heart is just like the home of the soul, hmm. and uh, you get a brief description of what the feather is, but it's um, a feather from Ma- Maat, Matt, M A A T um the goddess of truth justice and order in the universe ancient mm. egyptians believe that the heart was the home of the soul which explains why they're
0: okay know, yeah, why maybe the two yeah
1: the two hearts wasn't more <laughs> it was more of just like what was inside the person you know what i mean but i mean like in reality the whole scale situation it's like come on it's i leather. mean the
0: scale probably would have determined r- it right off the ripple if that's, there is another heart in there
1: that's kind of what i'm saying
0: Because there's a missing heart in that.
1: That's Also, um, when they're walking through like the hallway of memories, don't see a single memory of Jake. You know what I mean?
0: Maybe they missed a room?
1: Maybe. You know, I don't know.
0: Um, That would have been a cool like um, thing to – like they just walk in. I thought when they walked into the room with all the dead people, Mm. I was like that's, oh, Jake that's for sure, day. Jake. All day, yeah. But it was Mark. Yeah. He started naming them off. Yeah. But um, yeah.
1: Um, I'm not sure. And then my last question to you is: Okay, if you had the opportunity to enter a hallway with all your memories, would you do it and relive some?
0: Yeah, I think I would. And the reason being is probably because. Even if it's uh, bad memories or good memories, it'll probably make me appreciate my life more. Like being in the present.
1: Absolutely. I like that answer. It's a good answer. Yeah. It's a really good answer. How about yourself? Absolutely not. No? No, dude. I've done maybe three cool things in my entire life. And those are stored. Those I could just I can literally shut my eyes and see them. The amount of cringy and just uncomfortable things I've done in my existence, think like those are what keeps me up at night. And I just, yeah. I don't want to see it again. I already hear myself saying, like, a whip, nay, nay, a whip. I, I don't know. Was, you know what I mean? Like, I just, I don't want to see Jeez. that.
0: <laughs> I heard that. That's so good.
1: Um. Yeah, it just, I mean, damn around, there are definitely some cool ones, obviously. Yeah. Um. Like, maybe actually seeing my dad. That'd be neat. But also, yeah. don't care. Still don't, don't care. care. Still don't care. don't care. Don't care. Um yeah, I don't know. That's, yeah. that's kinda where I'm at.
0: It'd be it would be a crazy like roller coaster of emotions for sure. Absolutely. Are we ready for act two?
1: Act number of dos.
0: let run it. <clears throat>
1: <laughs> Are we starting a car in your room? What's going on here, boys?
0: <laughs> Cold start. It was a cold start. Yeah, I can understand that. <laughs> We've all been there. Yeah. oh right. my god! The- Steven runs toward the screaming and Mark follows, entering a room filled with dead bodies. Mark tells Steven these are people he has killed and Steven gets upset and nervous once he sees a child in the room as well. The kid, the kid runs away and Stephen chases him, locking Mark out of the room they enter. They enter a memory where Stephen sees his mom, and that they had a younger brother. Okay. Stephen follows them to a cave as it starts pouring. Stephen enters the cave, shouting at them to come back, and it's not safe, not realizing it's a memory, and he cannot change anything. Mark sees a memory of the wake, and decides to enter it. The mom is in shock, but manages to say she wants her Roro back young mark comes down the stairs and his mother starts screaming at him telling him it's all his fault mark sees another memory of his 11th birthday and his mom won't even show up to celebrate the next memory is his 12th birthday where his mom is hammered and continues to blame mark for the death of his little brother young mark storms off and stephen follows him up to his room but as he opens the door mark grabs him and pulls him out we see another memory of mark leaving with his dad following him, asking him to stay. Mark tackles Stephen away from this, and they land in a new memory of the dig site. Stephen asks what happened to him here, and Mark shows him, showing himself crawling toward a statue of Conchu. Stephen finally sees how Conchu took advantage of Mark to make him his avatar. As they see all this, the ground starts to shake, so they leave the memory and run back to the talking hippo to ask what's going on. I can't say that. I can't say that name.
1: That's fine. That's fine. Yeah. I mean it was seamless, so it didn't matter. You know what I mean? They know what we're talking about.
0: <clears throat> yeah, yeah.
1: Um Okay. Started off. It was cool and it was kind of like a like a, a nudge that we find out later in this episode. But it was nice to see that the two brothers, Mark and his little brother Roro, which <laughs> um I can't really roast kid names because, like, my mom still calls me mine and, like, it's way worse than Roro. But it was cool to see the memory of Mark and the little brother uh, yeah. acting out Tomb Buster. And, like, the little brother's like, well, yeah. I want to be him this time. And he was like – like, the older brother's like, fine. I'm like, where are we headed to? You know? I don't know. It was mm-hmm. cute. I-, I enjoyed that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Next one, being. <laughs> uh, Stephen watching all these memories – it's like it's like he's watching a movie of his life, uh, but it's nothing that he remembers. It's like so ominous if you think about it.
0: Yeah, it is. It is a crazy thing to. It's like, it's like
1: it's like someone, someone, someone showing you like a video of something you did when you were blacked out, and you're like, I did yeah. not do that. Someone's like, yeah. Dude, you try to do a backflip off a taxi and you hit your head, and you're like, I did not do that. I went to bed at you ten ordered, p.m.
0: Bro, you ordered like. 10 bowls from chipotle exactly you don't and ate all of them you don't remember and i'm like oh yeah but i haven't been hungry in a while
1: (laughs) i haven't eaten in three days (laughs) um and then they like show you the video and you're like what um so it's i don't know i i mean i've been in that situation unfortunately yeah where (laughs) christmas eve eve um Mm -hmm. where it was just like oh my god like yeah. that's crazy. So for him to not even really have like a valid excuse, which drinking is never a valid excuse, but you know what I mean?
0: It would be crazy going back to the question about um, if I would go back and to see my life's memories because there'd be some memories that I just don't remember. Like, you know, when people say like, oh, you remember when you did this? And you're like, no, not one bit. Of course, yeah. And then you like go to that memory and I'm like, I don't remember this yeah, at all. When did this be, happen? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: <clears throat> like that one time you hit the football field that went been crazy.
0: Yeah.
1: Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry, bro. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah. Sorry. That yeah. was. crazy. died
0: on the football field. I did die on the football field. I'll <laughs> have you know, you did. Yeah, you did die in the football field. I should. Have I, that at way. least I didn't touch the field, but I was still standing. You know,
1: <laughs> fair, 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 fair. <laughs> um, and unfortunately, that is. All I've got for you for Act 2.
0: So. Okay. Um. Well, I wanted to go to when Stephen and Mark enter the room full of the dead bodies. Mm. Um. I know Mark remembered all of them. But do you think some of those were Jake? Or do you think Jake has a separate room?
1: Oh, Jake definitely has bodies. a separate room. It's got to be way bigger.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think he does.
1: Yeah.
0: Um. As well. Um. And then... First of all, uh, Mark's mom, Mark slash Steven slash Jake's mom, uh, can get it. She's a very attractive woman. <clears throat> she
1: is. Um, she's
0: yes. not a friendly woman.
1: To our by kids. any
0: means. Um, but the dad really took the W there. Uh, but anyways, back to the uh, the show. <clears throat> no, your um, you
1: haven't missed yet. <laughs> yeah, Roro.
0: <laughs> I wanted to jump back into that. That's a crazy name.
1: I, that's got to be a nickname. There's no way that's his real name.
0: Roro Specter.
1: <laughs> that's yeah. crazy. No, it's that's I, rough. if that's
0: his real name, that's a tough hell for the kid. That's
1: got to be like for you. You know what I mean? Like,
0: yeah, that's true.
1: Tyler versus people call me Gonzo.
0: Most of yeah, okay, I, I can so, see.
1: You. Um. That, I mean, because, uh, yeah, don't get me wrong. If that's on the birth certificate, mom was not a good mother to start. <laughs> so, yeah. Also yeah. spelling Mark with a C.
0: Another L. Yeah. It, it's a weird look. It's it is. not a good look either. I agree. Um, but I wanted to go back to the mom. She's blaming it on Mark, but you let them, like, you know where they're going.
1: Yeah, she did. Yeah, they did. And you
0: let them go into a cave. Yeah. And the only thing you say is don't go when it's raining. Yeah. I mean, yes, it makes sense to not go when it's raining. But the they're kids.
1: I was gonna say. She also like said like make sure to protect your little brother. Like he's he's eight. The little brother's five. Eight. Like
0: Yeah. What's this
1: eight year old doing?
0: <laughs> how, where is he like how is he gonna protect him? Like, correct. like if he got kidnapped. Well, they're
1: both jeeged.
0: Is the mom gonna be mad at Mark still? That would be crazy. Like he, Mark gets saved, and Roro <laughs> is getting
1: sent somewhere Roro else. Kidnapped. Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> and she's like, "You let him get away," you know? Yeah, that'd be a crazy thing. It would be. That'd be a crazy thing. It would be. Uh, um, and then when we, we get to the scene where Mark's dad and Steve. Uh, Mark's dad and Mark are talking to each other when Mark's like –
1: He's leaving?
0: Uh, leaving. Yeah. Um, and then present Mark is tackle Steven and they end up in the desert. I think when Mark like saw that – when they like transported, teleported into that new area, new memory, mm-hmm. I think just Great the transition. way on Mark's face – yeah, great transition. There are a lot of great transitions in this episode. great. Sorry. Um, you're good. Um, when Mark um, – what was I saying? Uh,
1: Mark tackles Steven away from that memory and
0: then they – Oh, when he's side. like finally – when he finally looks up and he like sees the memory, I think he like kind of realized he can't get away from um, escaping the truth.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, I think he was just like kind of – he's like – because he – in the beginning of the episode, he was like trying to pull Steven away from this door and that door, mm-hmm. but they kept on going through these other ones, and he's like, "I can't, can't do anything about it anymore." Yeah. Um. And I think later on the episode, we, he kind of yeah. just, in a way, embraces it. But besides the kind of the crucial one that we'll get to.
1: Yeah.
0: Um. Soon. Um. And then, I think. That is all I got. Okay, well, I do have a quick question. Okay.
1: Um, With your first point about Jake, if those bodies were Jake's. um, Yeah. I did... Do you think that we don't get Jake's memories in, like, the hallway of memories because they never got him out of the tomb in the last episode?
0: I was just about... I thought... You were gonna answer like how he got out, and I said because he didn't get out of the tomb. That's exactly probably why. Like that's exactly. I
1: imagine that the the memories are accessed after she takes the hearts because that's their souls and like their memories and everything about them. So it's like that part. It's almost like it's like a key to then open up those memories.
0: That's That's definitely it.
1: Yeah. God, you you just answered your own question. I know. We're just you answered your own question
0: there. Yeah, that's a that's a good. That sounds like the correct theory. I hope but it is. You never know. It made me look yeah. super
1: good. <laughs> it made me really know it, like, like I know what I'm talking about.
0: Yeah.
1: Um. And you said that was it for you, correct?
0: Yes, that okay. was it for my uh Act 2 notes.
1: Alrighty. Why don't we jump into the Act 3 then?
0: Roger that brother. brother.
1: <laughs> I hated that. Alright. Um <clears throat> She tells them that people are being sent to the Underworld without having their scales balanced and that it's evil. Steven asks if she can send a message to Layla to free Khonshu so they can go back and finish Arthur. She says yes, but tells them that they need to still balance their scales. Steven says that they have to go back to the memory that Mark ripped him away from. But Mark doesn't like that idea and tells them that they can talk instead. Mark breaks down again and punches himself until he wakes up in Arthur's office in the psych ward. Arthur asks Mark if he created Stephen to hide from all the awful things he feels he has done, or did Stephen create Mark to punish the world for what his mother did to him? Mark goes back into the memory with Stephen while his mom pounds on the door. Young Mark changes into young Stephen and begins to clean his room with a British accent. During this, Stephen notices a movie poster on the wall of Tomb Buster, and the phrase on the poster says, When danger is near, Stephen Grant... Has no fear. Fire. Kind of, yeah, kind of fire, right? <clears throat> Steven realizes that he was made up as the mom enters the room and starts beating the kid. That was a little aggressive.
0: <laughs> that was just, really <laughs> emphasizing. The, beating the kid.
1: Mark takes Steven out of the room and tells him he isn't supposed to see that. And that's the entire point of him. During the commotion, Mark even tells Steven that... The mom is dead, which leaves Stephen devastated and confused. Stephen wakes up in Arthur's office, asking about his mom, and Stephen accepts that his mom is gone, then has a flashback of Mark standing on the curb from the earlier in the episode, looking at the wake of his mother, but doesn't build the courage to go inside. Mark walks away and collapses on the floor, saying he is sorry, then switches to Stephen to make himself feel happy. Stephen and Mark feel the ground shakes when they run back toward Towert. Asking what's going on. She tells him that their scales never balance so that the schools of the duet are climbing onto the ship to take them. Mark does what he can to protect himself but still gets overpowered. Then Stephen has a realization that if Mark can fight, then so can he since they are the same. After some fighting, Mark is grabbed so Stephen sacrifices himself, tackling the soul but jumping overboard as well. Stephen starts running for the ship as Mark is screaming to stop the boat, but Stephen is sadly consumed by the sand. And as all this happens, the scales balance. Mark mm. arrives in the field of reeds as the episode fades to black. A lot of S's mm. in those last two sentences yeah. there. I Great like job, I was, though. I felt like I was a snake. <laughs>
0: um, <clears throat> I wanted to start off with a little funny. Not really funny, but just... uh, I know you pointed out... um some of the things that Steven says. Uh, in one of the episodes you said that he says aces. Aces. And he really he really liked that. I love it. And um, as you know, as both of our both of us are aware, we both have mustaches. Okay? And I just uh, call it a nice well, you have a beard, but the stash is there. I mean Kay? I guess
1: we can call it a stash. I don't know. It's kind of just like mine's
0: still there, just not there, you know. There's some missing parts, but it's there. It's <laughs> present. <clears throat> okay. And I think this saying for my mustache is perfect. When Stephen finally transitions to Arthur's therapist room,
1: mm-hmm.
0: I think is what it is. Yeah. He says he finally realizes it's Arthur. And he's like like he's like, oh, the new hair. Mm-hmm. And he's like A little silly tash there.
1: I love that. Little haircut. The little silly tash.
0: Yeah. Not
1: stash. Just tash. tash.
0: You got a mustache. I got a tash. (laughs) It's it's silly. (laughs) The missing parts here. And honestly, the camera makes it worse because it's not, it doesn't look, it looks like there's some missing parts here. But maybe I, maybe there is, and I just need to. I think you're just
1: overanalyzing it. I think you look great.
0: Thanks. I try. Um, But I thought that was awesome. I'm I'm definitely going to throw that in a little old vocab. Oh, got to
1: have to.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Um, We kind of already pointed this out, but the transitions in this episode are amazing. Mm -hmm. Uh, There's a couple of them where they're kind of unexpected. And also in episode four, I believe, uh, there's another amazing transition when they fall through the water. Yes. Um, And I really enjoyed that one, too.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. Um, And a scene that I really enjoyed, and I think just uh, what I really like about this episode is uh, even though Steven and Mark are separate bodies, I like how um, obviously they're two different people. But when Mark uh, is outside of his parents' house when his mom passed and he's crying – and Mark, I mean, Stephen sees him switch to Stephen and walk away, but Mark's there. And they have this little one-on-one. Mm-hmm. I really enjoy how um, Steven's kind of like the good in Mark. Mm-hmm. Like he's the good devil. And I wouldn't say Mark is like the bad devil, but he's just the one that deals with the most pain. Mm-hmm. And I think Stephen, now that they are like, I think this is going to, I mean, obviously, hopefully we see them more. But their bond's going to be a little bit better. Yeah. Um, Because they just have this little, I think, brotherly love in a way. It's like Mark's brother that never was because he killed his brother.
1: Yeah. Caught a body. I hate to say
0: that, but yeah, caught the body. Like, did they they really drown in the cave? Or did Mark just Did Mark, yeah, I was going to (laughs) say, you know?
1: We're terrible.
0: (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Yeah. but yeah uh and another i really enjoy steven in this episode and when they're fighting the sand people i think it's what the they were, i don't know the name the souls um i really like how he finally realized like i mean if mark can do it i mm-hmm. can do it as well mm-hmm. and he really kicked it in fifth gear there
1: uh, absolutely
0: he looks like a good old barry bonds out there with that baseball bat I don't get the reference, dingers. but
1: I do understand he was he was hitting people was with baseball good.
0: bats. He was good, and he it was definitely the steroid Barry Bonds mm. out there,
1: mm.
0: um, little extra power. Okay. Know? Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean we're gonna jump really, on the juice soon too. So yeah, yeah. Uh, but I really enjoyed that scene. But this his death scene is pretty emotional, really. I because of all like the. Uh, the emotional scenes in the episode prior. Yeah, I mean what just um, happened like the,
1: three minutes the before.
0: Yeah, like, I he think He just found out
1: he was made up and – Yeah. Yeah.
0: And it, it's kind of fitting for Mark because he's always dealing with that sort of pain. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, now I just lost Steven. Yep. You know? Like imagine being in the field of Reeves even though it's supposed to be peaceful. But you know. Yeah. That you just got away with it.
1: Yeah.
0: I don't think – that would just be a tough wait because you can't get out of that. Can you? I don't even know. All you're doing I mean is we just, do.
1: We do find out that you can. Yeah. <laughs> so. you,
0: you can. But like if you're still dead, like are you allowed to travel to the ancestral plane or is that the talking hippo that can only do that?
1: No, I think that's like – like Egyptian people – This is going to come out crazy, and I apologize. But, like, the people of Wakanda believe in the ancestral plane. So that's where they go. The people of Egypt believe in the Duat and the field of reeds. So that's where they go. Yes, I know that. I don't think that you can, like, move to and from. Because... Did Mark...
0: Okay, two things. Um, Did Mark believe in the field of reeds?
1: I mean... I I feel like his his beliefs are kind of pushed when he is the avatar of an Egyptian god.
0: Okay, like he's that's fair. That's that a good point. point. And then two, the talking hippo, basically said that she's been there. Yeah, <gasps> like the ancestral plane. Oh, just gorgeous.
1: It seemed more to the ancestral I mean, plane. It seemed more like she, she was like people believe in the ancestral plane, or people believe in this, or people believe in that.
0: She's, she said it's amazing. It's terrific. Oh. Even the ancestral plane, it's amazing. Like, she's basically saying she's been, been there. Oh. So I think she can travel. But I don't know. I think maybe that's her... She's a god, so she can kind of just do whatever. Well, she's maybe. an
1: Egyptian god. So if, that would make sense for her to be able to go to the ancestral plane when the Duat and the field of reeds is for the Egyptian gods.
0: Can yeah, I know said. that. But so. Yeah, that's. I agree with you. I'm just... Wondering how she's able to... Because she basically says she went to the ancestral plane. And that's pretty much all I got for Act 3. Uh, my final thought is I thought this was a banger of an episode.
1: I would absolutely agree with you on that. Mm-hmm. Um, would you consider it the best?
0: I would have to watch Episode 6. But uh, I think like- when I talked in... I don't know what... I, uh, Prior episodes Mm -hmm. from the show, I want to say, I think I said episode five Mm -hmm. based off memory was my favorite. Yeah, that's. I remember
1: you saying that one as well.
0: um, It's still holding. I still got to watch episode six. I think from episode six, I was a a little disappointed in the finale. I think I was as well. still got to watch it again to remember.
1: But as of Mm -hmm. the five that you've watched, this one is the best.
0: Easily, yeah. Okay.
1: Okay, um, so kind of what you were saying earlier about the whole um, you don't know what's real and fake when like they're in the psych ward versus yeah. them on the boat. Um, I was kind of the same boat, no pun intended there, um, as you were during that because I did write down uh, in the beginning of this episode when Mark first, like the beginning of it, Mark is in the psych ward talking to Arthur and he's got like he's like kind of bloodied up and he's got like a bandage over his nose. But then when he comes back in the tail end of the show, which should only be moments in reality, he no longer has a bandage. He's like completely healed up. So I, I my question was, how much time do you think has passed? Or do you think all of this is like fake and that Arthur or somehow it's like replaying and Arthur's making different decisions to change the outcome?
0: Is Arthur doing all this? I have no or idea. Or is that their imagination?
1: It could very well be their imagination.
0: Um, like almost because like, because if it's fighting like a two
1: afterlives, maybe or something. It's like a
0: dream in a way. Like they can just imagine if they're hurting. Yeah, I would assume. Yeah. Um, I noticed that as well. I thought it was just like, but they can't heal from our, uh, Conchu. Uh, Correct. He's not there anymore. I don't know how it works. I, I, I it, that's the only thing that's like a little odd about this episode. I can't. I don't know what's what's real, what's not.
1: It's like Inception, but without of uh, the detailed explanation of what is happening yes you just kind of 100 which
0: yeah. is like it's cool yeah.
1: but like at least with inception it's like no we're in a dream right now we're actually in a yes. dream of another person's dream inside the first dream mm-hmm. so like like you know like saying? i thought
0: arthur was at that psych ward but he is but not at that one yeah i don't know I don't. okay and then he talks about the talking hippo and he has no idea what that means
1: yeah that's the okay yeah I'm, I'm just as confused then.
0: <laughs> yeah I don't Yeah it's uh, it's confusing
1: Um and then just to reiterate it was already in the act but I just kind of want to um reiterate it you know we talk about walking quote machines I said earlier that Arthur had one and I think it was episode 2 or 3 the whole um three. Th- the difference between poison and medicine is the dosage um, great clip by the way if you guys you guys Thank should you. have seen that and that was mm-hmm. done by Chaboy on the left here Mr Thank Tyler you. Gonzalez um, Thank you. Thank but you. I felt as though we had another one in this episode when he says um oh it's up more I'm so sorry I should have been a little bit more prepared here are
0: you good you're right hearing noises okay
1: um, Arthur asked Mark if he created Steven to hide from the awful things he feel he has done, or if Steven created Mark to punish the world for what his mother did to him. I just felt like that was in every white right way that that was just like almost everything he needed to hear. Um, and also like really changes your perception on what could have been versus what is. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I just, you know, I really enjoyed it.
0: Yeah, another one hit home for you, and another one went.
1: <laughs> wow!
0: <laughs> just uh, flew right by again. Um, I did. I did hear that. I just didn't
1: make a note about um,
0: it. Take a note about it. Yeah. Um, I did. I did. I did enjoy that quote though. Yeah. It
1: was. It was <laughs> I, I enjoyed it. it
0: was, I like that one better. I feel like than the medicine one.
1: Oh really? Uh ah, I like yeah. medicine more. Mm. the medicine more. The medicine one was just bad. And then we also find out during the third act here that Steven is actually the one that took them to the hospital. Mm -hmm. Or Arthur says that, whether that's real life or whatever, the fantasy world, a separate dream, a memory, whatever it is. But we find out for that realm that Steven took him there, which almost like devastates him because of the bond that he's created in the last two episodes with Mark. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's almost like, man, I let him down by doing this. And to kind of piggyback off of that is that I think we all can agree that Mark is not a great guy. Mark has done some really bad things. He tries to right his wrongs and he has like a great, not idea, Jesus, but he has like, he has decent morals in the aspect of like what he needs to do. He's just in a really bad position himself. So there's only so much good you can do. But with that all being said, he's not a great guy. Uh, but even when the souls came on board and they were both going to get, um, you know, taken overboard and get, uh, mm-hmm. you know, consumed by the sand. He told Steven to hide. Like, he was like, I I, yeah. I I got this. I, like, protect yourself. I'm going to pr- protect you as much as I can. And I think yeah. that shows that with how I was saying how Steven feels guilty about taking him to the hospital, I feel like it's Mark. Mark feels it's his responsibility to protect Steven.
0: 100%. Um, and I don't
1: know. I just thought that was kind of nice.
0: He did that in episode four as well. Yep. When they escaped. Like, you pointed like, you pointed it out as well, too. Yeah
1: when they were escaping and he was like, this is great. Oh my gosh. I'm so yeah. happy to see you stand behind me. We have to escape. Yeah.
0: Um, yeah. Just
1: kind of give me that warm, fuzzy feeling, you know?
0: Kinda yeah, kinda did. for sure.
1: Um, and then ended off on a potentially funny, but just a great vibey note here. The field of read Before Before means, you say it, can I just cut say me off it. a little bit more?
0: <laughs> Cause I know yours is a little more vibey. I will kind of just, can I say one, uh, Thought I had about this episode.
1: I'd be honored.
0: Alright. Uh, I was just gonna say, it was a. T- this episode was really tough on Steven. Yeah. He died. Yeah. Um, he found out his past. Mm-hmm. Um he was made he was, up. Yeah. Well you, uh, yeah, his, he was made up. Yep. Um, and then founding finding out that his mom died. Yeah. When mm-hmm. Arthur called, and you can k- slightly the dead tone hear the ring yeah. yeah the dead tone on the phone and then that's like the moment he realizes mom's dead yeah um, which honestly but- by the
1: way that was a really mean thing to do to for from Arthur like he acted like he was talking to her like yeah. I don't know like I understand like that's therapy and like they have to sort of figure it out by themselves but he was fully role playing that he called somebody got in contact yeah. with his mother and was like here take the phone <laughs>
0: like yeah, like it's if he have just if he would have asked his like assistant or whatever to call Mark's mom mm-hmm. and then give the phone. Yeah. And then it was just a dead tone, that would make sense. But he was like Hey Hey Miss Gray. Uh, I don't know where, or Miss yeah, Specter. I mean, hey, Miss Miss Spectre. It's Arthur. Uh Steven wants to talk to you. Yeah. Steven? Yeah. It was a but Arthur's an evil man. So. Arthur is an it's, evil man. It's their perception of him. So Yeah, that makes I, sense. I think. I think. That would make sense. Know. Yeah.
1: Um, <clears throat> that was a great point, though.
0: Thank you. Appreciate it. Now, so, let's end off with a nice little viber.
1: I think you might agree with me on this one. Okay. Me and you. Yep. Absolutely booling in the field of reads, catching every single vibe. And there's a lot of vibes there to be caught. And then we just kill a 30, watch the sunrise, watch the sunset. Oh, that's at the end of that episode. That's all I could see. Maybe a little I, country I, in the background.
0: I agree with everything besides the feel the reeves. It doesn't do it for me. All I'm thinking about is just allergies going berserk.
1: I mean, you're literally dead. I don't think you're gonna have to worry about that.
0: I just it it just doesn't it just doesn't do it for me.
1: That's crazy. I it, it if truly it was like
0: it for me. nighttime. With the, uh why can't I think of the name of it?
1: The pyramids? Uh,
0: mm, I mean, that would be dope. That would be insane. Um, why can't I think of the name? Um, The, you know, when you go to like Alaska and you see, the Northern Lights. Northern Lights yeah. Thank you. <laughs> yes. I would love that. I think that would be better.
1: That's that's on the docket for possibly seeing this year. Also, now that you live here, we might be able to see, we see them here. Like, really? three times a year. Three or four times a year, yeah. So, wow. Yeah.
0: I'm so excited.
1: Um, anyway, <laughs> I think, I think with all that being said, um, you know, like, comment, and subscribe, for the usual. Great
0: first episode in the cribbo.
1: <laughs> oh, I thought you were just, I was like, well, it's the fifth. But yes. Yeah. Great first step <laughs> inside of our new home, you mm-hmm. and I, together, um, also, I guess with all that being said, we should—you guys should definitely expect different content. Uh, we might—I don't know—different content for sure. We'll figure out where it's going to be put later.
0: We'll talk it more on the uh, main pod, I believe. We also right?
1: got—yeah, we're going to have to talk about that as well, and on the main pod. Um, yeah. Which, if you guys are watching this, you guys should go watch Monday's episode because that is where all the details will be. Um, but yes, we got definitely some other content coming that's not necessarily Marvel related. Could be slightly Marvel-related. Um, expect a scenery change once again after this.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, something I think Gonzo and I are the most excited about. Very. Um. And if you guys don't have this as a New Year's resolution, just add it now. I know it's going to be like you know you know the first like two weeks late, but just go ahead and start it now. Where your New Year's resolution should be to subscribe to the Watchers channel. And then you should also follow The Watcher's PC on all the socials. I mean, if it's if it's hard to hear, you can also just look right above my hand and see the title of all the socials. Um, and then as another one, this one might be hard because we do post a lot. But yeah. go on every single YouTube video and press the thumbs up button. And then maybe, maybe even ring the bell. Or if you don't want to ring the bell, you can do this instead. You can go to the Instagram and the TikTok and... Like the clips yep. and leave a fun comment. I think that's a very maybe, maybe important
0: comment about Clay's baldness. You know, yeah, Mr. Eggman,
1: yeah,
0: or Doctor Xavier, say that I look like a uh, a Walmart version of Ninja. Um, I've gotten a couple of those. I really yeah. enjoy. Just just have know, some fun check with your it. your shots.
1: It's fun. As long as it's
0: love, not like. Yeah, don't be toxic. I mean, let's it, be real. We're gonna get toxic, yeah, but. <laughs> you know. Yeah, it's just annoying. But with all that like, being said, really rough.
1: You know, it's it's a fun New Year's resolution, and it, I mean, obviously, it helps us out.
0: A lot to ask. I'm not gonna lie. It's a lot to ask I mean. Could be me one of them.
1: I just feel like one you know some them. people are like you know th- my New Year's resolution. I'm gonna lose a hundred pounds. Hundred pounds ain't, ain't easy either. At least this one, you can just sit on your couch eating potato chips and just scroll on your phone for five minutes and do all that. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm not going to stop you from eating unhealthy. Honey, I eat unhealthy. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. But. We've been eating some. I mean, tonight we're not going to be eating.
1: (laughs) That is true. That is true.
0: Yeah. But we've been on a good little grind making some. Actually, she has been making some. uh,
1: I have indeed been checking up.
0: Uh, dishes so I appreciate that we're going to be on the grind
1: Um, but with all that being said ladies and gentlemen thank you guys so much for hanging out we have been the Watchers (gasps) sure
0: peace Peace.
1: and buck grease